Hi, welcome to episode 107 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Rich B. <laughs> we are here to nerd out with you. Um, find us online at The Nerd Out on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook page, and you can email us, info at thenerdout.com. Uh, leave us reviews. Gosh, reviews are important, guys. Let's <laughs> I know, but nobody listens. They're important. <laughs> They're real important for us to continue this labor of love, getting no money. We just None. need it. None. We just need your accolades, my friends. <laughs> so give them unto us. Um, sorry, it's been a while. Like we had some, we had some busyness. I've been yeah. super busy working on um, getting some uh, concert tours that shall not be named. Uh, no, <laughs> up, up, and, up and going out for uh, the world. And, uh, yeah, just been busy, real busy. Yeah. And I've been like, you know, on big projects, getting kicked off big projects, you know, <laughs> get, getting get asked to come back on to big projects. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's been a mess, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're here. We made it. We uh, made it. <laughs> so uh, what, what's been going on? What, what are we talking about TI? Well, there's a few things that have, that have happened. One thing that I really want to leave with because, I know that this isn't sort of your stereotypical nerdiness thing, but uh, this past weekend, me and my partner went mm -hmm. to Brookings, Oregon, which is amazing. And let's all move to Brookings, Oregon. Although then that would probably <laughs> change it. But still, we it'd be like us and our friends and people who like nerdy stuff. Like, come on. <laughs> um, but we went there and we crabbed. And I am here to tell you that if you I... What? We crabbed, you know, fishing for crabs. Crabbing. Oh, oh, crabbing. Okay. Yeah, crabbing. We went crabbing. And if I lived there, I would have like a thousand traps and a fisherman's hat and a corn cob pipe. And I'd be like <laughs> sitting on the dock all day long, like playing cards and shit with my fisherman friends, crabbing. It was rad. Awesome. I yeah, can see you. Like, I don't know what the official crabbing gear is but i could kind of see you in some yeah. crabbing attire yeah i would totally i would rock that crabbing attire so we got some crabs and we ate them we cooked them and we ate them and they were delicious nice and we saw we saw a seal oh nicey yeah yeah how far is um that town from you how long did it take you to get there about two and a half hours um probably two of it oh, is gosh. like drop dead gorgeous and, you know, people always talk, at least me, because we, I lived in California for a long time. Um, people always talk about how beautiful the Northern California coast is. And I mean, the Southern Oregon coast is basically the Northern California coast. Yeah. Like the place that we were <laughs> at is um, like 10 miles from California. Oh, and yeah. uh, like, it's just like, you know, the huge rocks out in the ocean and like windswept beaches. I mean, it's nice. just so gorgeous. Nice. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And I think too, that it, it hasn't been spoiled because the closest airport, and I use that term fairly loosely, is <laughs> one in Medford where I am. So ah, so two and a half hours to take a puddle jumper to like one of a handful of big city places. Ah, I see. And that is it. A bit secluded. So, mm -hmm. so crabbing. I highly recommend it. I would nerd out about crabbing so effing hard if I had a chance, but <laughs> that's an opportunity lost for now, but maybe in the future. So is it like crabbing all year long or is it just crabbing season now? What yeah, are we talking about? I think different crabs you can keep at different times of the year. Mm. So like year round, you can keep stone crab because they're considered invasive. Um, but Dungeness, which is what we were fishing for, crabbing for, um, I think that there are a few months out of the year you cannot have them. That's when they're, like, reproducing or something. Got it. So uh, it's safe I, to say yeah. you, you guys will be heading back up when next I season, mean, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, we, a friend of Ranger Ted's is, lives out there. Oh, and nice. um, he just moved out there and um, he's totally a man after my own heart because he was like, oh, yeah, before we moved, like I did all of this research on it. And like I bought the traps the day we got here. Oh. Like, and so he and I was like, oh, talk to me. Like, what's the best kind of bait? 
what's the best setup? What are the other setups? I was like, oh, if I lived here, I'd be so into crabbing. It would be ridiculous. What What do you use as bait? What do crab? I don't know what crabs. I'm what glad to crab that. Uh, I feel I feel pretty stoked <laughs> right now. Um, so what what most sort of semi pedestrian type people would use is chicken, like oh. chicken leg, chicken wing, and. Uh, oh, no. So you put that in the trap and then they like weasel their way in through like little swinging doors and stuff to get at it. Now what he used, um, normally, cause it's right by a fishing area, there is a like fish cleaning station where people like gut and clean their fish uh-huh. and there's huge buckets of like fish guts and like fish heads and whatever. And so he's like, look, this is real gross and I'm not going to ask you guys to do it. But I go and raid those buckets, those big like trash cans, and I use that in my traps because what a crab like to eat? They like to eat fish, dead fish. That's their thing. That's what crabs eat. And so he thinks that he gets way better results. And I have to say, based on the other people, like we were totally crushing it with um, like fish bones and big chunks of fish in uh, in the trap. Because crabs are like probably like, what the? They're like, is that fish? Let me go inspect. Oh, shit, I'm trapped. Oh, yeah. fuck, this is not fucking fish. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happens. So, yeah, and other people use like all kinds of different meat. He said that um, because there wasn't any, any, we got there right after they had cleaned the, the fish guts out. Yeah. So he ran to the store and got some um, chicken livers and chicken gizzards. Uh, and we used those, and those worked okay. It, 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 when you need, when you don't have the guts, the fish guts. Yeah, I would say go with go with chicken guts. Had no idea. That's crazy. I know. I know. It was fascinating. It was also fascinating. Uh, so crabby. that was really delicious. Um, and the other thing that I was just kind of thinking about, and and also thinking it was funny because. It's things that you and I talk about, but we don't talk about on the podcast. And frankly, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of nerdy shit. Of course, you're nerding is, out on it, of course. And that is stuff under the umbrella of life hacking. Mm-hmm. Like, I have been really into consuming a lot of podcasts and reading material and things like that about, like, intermittent fasting, different types, types of diets, heat therapy, um, like saunas. And, um, and then this, when this happened, I was like, all right, I have, I am now officially sliding down the slippery slope. Um, the people that we visited in, um, Brookings, they gave me a SCOBY to make kombucha. Mm. So now I'm a kombucha person too. What? You're making kombucha? You're bird washing, growing your own, uh, vegetables and herbs and going and crabbing <laughs> and, and trees. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a real Laura Ingalls wild, wilder situation going on over here. Um, but yeah, That's kombucha. Amazing. Kombucha, you can go down a serious rabbit hole with kombucha. And um, there's probably a bunch of people listening to this and laughing or rolling their eyes. But I kid you not. There might be one other person listening to this who's like, girl, yes. Yes, you can. And to that person, I, d- I salute you. And you can, because you can make kombucha out of a lot of things, right? So it doesn't necessarily always have to have caffeine. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, you can make it out of herbal tea. You can make it out of, um, I think you always have to have either black or green tea in it, but it doesn't have to be mm. a lot. Mm, okay. And um, yeah, and like the different things that you store it in and secondary fermentation and different flavors and infusing it and doing all kinds of stuff and then like caring for the SCOBY, which is the big creepy blob bacteria thing uh-huh. that it, like sits in the big jug of kombucha that you're making. Yeah, it's uh, it's fascinating stuff. So nice. I'll probably... Um, Probably right or I don't know, maybe right around when we record the next podcast, I will be um, sipping on some kombucha that I have made myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll need a full report on that. Oh, I'll Com- give it to you. The kombucha report. Yeah, I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, what have you been doing? So I've been doing a lot of things, but one thing I did do was have an observation as I went to 
uh, the Omar Apollo concert at the Fonda Theater in L.A. And I took my niece, who's a freshman at UCLA, um, kind of as a, you know, a beard, if you will, because I really like Omar Apollo, but I could also be his mother if you know what I'm spraying to you. Yep. And so I was like, uh, I'm, you know, at least if I'm, with, if I'm with my niece, it looks like, you know, I'm bringing her yeah, along. Okay. But okay. we're both just really fans. And um, so one observation was the basis in the band, I noticed, and then I looked around, they all had one or sometimes two dangling earrings. Remember like from the 80s? Like, it wasn't even cool back then. And so I was like, what? And it was like, (gasps) I just started looking around at the crowd, and it was like, dangling eerie, dangling eerie. I was like, oh, no. So then I tweeted about it, and my godson, who's 25, 6, I don't know how old he is anymore, but he was like, I go, is this a trend? And then he was like, oh, no. He goes, it's full-blown. He's like, Everybody's wearing the dangly earrings. And I said, please, mijo. I go, please, don't do it. <laughs> Resist. Now, do you mean like sort of, I've heard them referred to as like chandelier earrings that have like multiple things hanging down? Well, these are like just like a one, like a one deal. Like, you know, like a la Johnny Depp, how he has just the one. And remember in the 80s, it would be like the saxophone player or the yeah, bassist, yeah, and you just have uh-huh. the one, the one dangling earring, and then yeah. you go places, and it kind of shows you, like, you'll see, like, an older man, and you'll be like, oh, he's so stuck in the times, because he has, like, the one dangling earring, so for yeah. me, it was gross back then, still even grosser now, but yeah. now it's all these, to- like, t- late, te- like, late teens, early 20s, uh-huh. sporting one or two, and I was like, oh, my goodness gracious, and so I wanted it, to ask, well, I'm sorry. Is it just as much for men as for women? Kind of. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't look at the ladies. The ladies are fine. I mean, we, we rock dangling air. Like, you know, that's okay, fine. It's just like a guy thing. This is just the dudes, the dudes. Okay. And I was like, that's not, I'll tell my niece. She was like, oh, look. She's like, oh, look, the bassist, he's cute. I was like, I don't know. I go, he has one dangly earring. And then he turned, I go, oh, no, he has two dangly earrings. <laughs> I, was like, um, I just had to Google this. And I want you to know there's a story in the New York Times called Why Men Are Embracing the Single Dangly Earring. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's yeah, what? What the fuck? Like, who was like, yeah, let's like, let's rock this, let's sport this, let's do it too, let's fuck let's it, let's, bring let's this go back. dose. Like, I don't know, dude. So I just, I just figured that out, and I was appalled, and I don't understand it. And I, I want to, I, I meant to ask my my niece if she thought it was attractive, and I forgot, but I, I will find out. Yeah. Um, Any see if listening, is this attractive? Yeah. Yeah, like, are you dead? Like, oh, my God, he had a dangling earring. He was so fucking fine. Like, I don't think so. Anyways, um, <laughs> another thing is, is I'm at the point, uh, boys and girls, that my eye doctor yesterday said that um, if I wanted to, I can roll with uh, progressive bifocals. Wow. Yeah, yeah he's, like, he's like, you don't look it. He's like, but... He's like, your eyes are telling a different story. And I was like, oh. And so he told me what progressive bifocals were. And I was like, oh. He goes, these are them. And you can't even tell. You don't see that big old thing in the bottom. And he was telling me about it. And he was like, yeah. He's like, I recommend. And you're nearsighted. And you have astigmatism, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, cool. So I went to the place next door to look at the lenses. And while I was waiting, I was looking. And I was like, oh, I need I liked, I've been buying glasses forever. I need the big frames. The bigger, the better. Yeah. It just fills my face out better. I could see, I have a bigger window to look at. So then homeboy comes back and he's like, yeah, did you look at the frames? I was like, yeah. I go, but I don't really see any that are too big. I like my big like this. He goes, oh yeah, you can't get big frames if you're doing progressive bifocals because that means the reading section is going to be over here down in your cheek. And I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I got to go. <laughs> so I left. <laughs> he goes, what do you got to do? He said, you have to work. I go, I got, I got work to do. I got to go. And I was, so I, I was like, I'm vain. I can't do it. And then I was like, 
called the doctor's office. I was like, I can't do it. I was like, can I? He's like, yeah, you can get single, the same ones that you've been getting. And then if you want to get readers and just take them off doing what you've been doing. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then I was talking to um, our good friend and also two-time guest on the show, Lillian, about him. And she says she has them. And she said there is like a learning curve uh, to get used to them. And she's like, but they're also heavy and they're not good long-term. And I was like, I see, I can't do that. I drive a lot and that's what I would need them for. I was like, so, so yeah, so I'm too vain for a progressive bifocal because for her, she's like, I have them. I go, yeah, but you have a little face, a cute little face. So little frames look cute on your little face. Hmm. I put the little frames. I look witchy. (laughs) You have a big face? I've never noticed that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a, it's oval, but like kind of wide, like a wider oval. So so yeah, kids, um, I was like, you know, and I was talking to Miosito, uh, and I was like, he was like shaking his head. I was like, yeah, man, I can't do it. I'm going to, it's going to be a couple of years. I'm going to go ahead and get them readers. I'm going to get them yeah. readers and I'm just going to, you know, get the big frames, rock the big frames and hope for the best. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Well, my condolences. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. It was, <laughs> and it was funny because I got a little... I, I'm not going to fucking lie, dude, that ye- it was yesterday. I was a little depressed for half of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I started thinking, like, am I moving old? <laughs> I, like, I started seeing, like, am I moving a little bit? And also what was on my <laughs> mind was Mandy Moore and how fucking good she is on fucking This Is Us when she plays older uh-huh. and her mannerisms and stuff. So I was like, oh, she has those down to a T. So after I got sad about having to wear bifocals and then also sad about being so vain that I can't do it. I was like at my mobile office, which is Starbucks. And I was like sitting in a certain way and move it. And I was like, am I moving old? I'm old. I'm old. That's it. No. And then I got over it. And then I got over it. <laughs> and then I listened to some of my ratchet music and I was over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true though. Um, getting old is not for the faint hearted. Nah, man, nah. No. Especially when you're like, like us, like we're young at heart. And like, I mean, I'm, I have conversations on the regular with my nieces and nephews and godsons about music. Cause I love it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm never, I'm not going to like all of a sudden just start listening to, I don't know what oldies would be to us now, but you know what I'm saying? So anyways, it's, it is, it is a little tough sometimes. And, but as long as, you know, we stay, whatever, I don't know. But anyways, I wonder so, what boring, <laughs> boring ass grownups who are our age. I wonder what they listen to. Oh, they listen to whatever's on the radio or yeah. they listen to even worse. Ugh, they're the worst. Um, they have no idea what's happening in the world. And so yeah. at least we're, at least we're not that. At least That's we're true. not that. Okay. Um, so books, what are we talking about? What are you into? Oh, oh I'm going to talk. Okay. I'm going to talk about my book. Yeah. Talk about your book. So I've been, uh, like a couple episodes ago, we've been talking about how I've been doing really well, reading a lot. And so I haven't finished it because it's really kind of, it's a super short book, super small, short book, thin book. And it's, um, you know, I talk about, uh, the Black High Tips podcast and how much I love them and they do recaps and I listen to, for This Is Us, they do one called This Too Much and it's, um, Rod from the Black Eye Who Tips podcast, and then it's Bossy Ikby, who was, um, she's a writer, um, and she's a poet, and she would do spoken word, like during that, you know, uh, Russell Simmons uh, spoken word time shows, like she was on a bunch of those and stuff like that. So she wrote this book, and it's called, I'm I'm Telling the Truth, But I'm Lying. So she she, um, is bipolar, and so it's talking about... She was writing a book and then she was like writing in segments and then she got with her editor and basically she was like, I'm just going to write it like this. Like this it is. Like some things I'm telling the truth, some things I'm lying. I'm just telling my story in little essays of how I remember and how it got to the breakdown. So she talks about growing up and right now I'm on the like precipice of her breakdown (laughs) and finding out what she has. Um, And it's like, it's super good. She's a great writer but it's a little bit brutal. And I, I also have to be in the, like, I know, I, I, I kind of know, but don't also don't know exactly what I'm about to read and get into. So it, I have to be cautious um, okay. and, and stuff like that. But 
there's um she talks about she has a an interesting relationship with her mother and but it's just going to back to you know as women we just have just generational trauma over and over again and then when you know where you get older and then you realize and understand so much more about your parents, but especially your mom, and you you understand so much more that maybe when you're a kid, you're like, why did she do that? Or she didn't care enough, da 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 and I'm trying to see if I find the quote, but she has this quote, and I remember after that, I had to highlight, I had to write it down, and it kind of got really sad, because she was just kind of like, the realization that her mom was just trying to do what she could to survive. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like shit that happened to her, shit that happened to her parents, went down to her, and then that affected her relationship with with her. You know, it just, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's amazing. And it, it turned out to be a new, it just came out in August, and it's a New York Times bestseller. Huh. It's uh yeah, it's it's fascinating too, because you know, you don't really get uh Kind of like it's not real time, but kind of like a real time view as it's happening of someone who's actually experiencing being bipolar. And the way she writes it, like, especially right now where I'm at, where it's like, I think about she's about to have the major breakdown. She's like, and then this happened, and you feel like this, and da da da. She's like, she's like 730, da da da, 740, da da da. Like she's breaking it down, like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> like you're like, oh. It so, anyways, stre- sounds stressful, but good. Yeah. It's stressful, but good. And just like, ah, like all these revelations and you think about your life and your family. And so, yeah. Anyways, I recommend so far. uh, I'm sure I won't be disappointed. I have a couple of chapters left. So I, yeah. Bossy Igby. I'm telling the truth, but I'm lying. Also, as a designer, book covers are really hard. Uh, Usually there's, you know, it's illustrated and that's really hard. This is just straight graphic design and it's, stupendous how they put it okay yeah Yeah. so yeah that's the book and what about you um well this is going to be our segue into some television but uh the thing i'm wrapping up a book right now and i've been reading some books about writing and stuff nothing very interesting but uh i am i'm gonna embark on reading at least one and probably more knowing me of the witcher books before the netflix series happens now i picked up and tried to read one of these motherfuckers like years ago and got maybe a chapter in and thought that it was the stupidest thing i'd ever read (laughs) But I also happen to feel this way about a great many um, sort of legendary sci-fi and fantasy books. Um, Uh The Wheel of Time books, I can't stand. Like Discworld, the list goes on, my friends. Anything (laughs) that like Heimline has ever done makes me want to vomit. Like, I don't know what it is. So... (laughs) Um, I, oh, I'm sorry. No, I know what it is. It's cheesy stuff that are all about men. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to try it again. going to try the Witcher books. Nice. So, uh, I have them, uh, ordered up to come into the library and be on hold. Cause I ain't buying that until I know for sure that I like it. And yeah. maybe now that I'm old and need to start thinking about <laughs> progressive bifocals, I will enjoy the Witcher books. Nice. And so the 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 show, that's the one with Henry Cavill is like the star? Sure enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is fine. But unfortunately, because of all social media, we know how fucking idiotic he is. Yeah. Ugh. Although he does, um, I do think that it's cute that he's a real, um, he's like <clears throat> a super diehard gamer. And uh-huh. um, like when, I think it was when he got, might have been when he got this part it was this part of Superman. And when they called to tell him he was doing um, a raid in World of Warcraft, which is like with a big a raids, you do them with big groups of people. You have to commit to like two, three, four hours, however long oh, it is, shit. to take down some big boss. And you get like the best like armor and rewards from it. And people take it very seriously. 
And so he, when he saw that it was them calling, he's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So he answered the phone, and he was like, hello? And they're like, hey, you, you know, hey, you got the part. And he's like, oh, oh, my gosh, yeah, no, that's so great. Can I call you back? <laughs> and we're like, okay. But I'm like, look, a man that takes World of Warcraft that seriously cannot be all bad. True, 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 true. Lisa Jenkins galaxy. So anyhow, true, true, yeah, true. It, it should be, it'll be interesting. So um, apparently the the order in which you should read them is not necessarily the order in which they were published. Oh. So I've consulted like our friends at uh, io9 and shit like that online to figure mm. out the right order. So nice, I'll see nice. you posted. That's my yeah. next read. When and, is you're gonna? So you're gonna read them before? Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. At least at least one or two. Um, and so you've seen the the uh, trailer for it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've seen two I different ones, heard. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's something I definitely will put on my list to watch if, you know, I finish everything else. Yeah. I'm down. It's yeah, my, totally up my alley, that type of shit. I think there were two shows that I recently heard were approved for a second season. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, it's a good sign that this, this show before it's even out, they're like, yep, season two, get going. Oh, nice. So that's that's a good sign. Um, although I know that stuff with this kind of production level takes forever to get done. <coughs> Game of Thrones. <coughs> so, you know, it's probably smarter to act on it sooner rather than later. But, yeah, I'm excited to see those. I could I could deal with some swords and sorcery bullshit. Yeah, need it back in the life for yeah. sure. Um, and then you talked about modern love, and I don't remember exactly what you said about it, but it's one of those—it's one of those things that Ranger Ted really enjoyed it. Nice. He watched it. He watched it without me, which is fine. Oh, excuse! I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then he was like, "Oh, we should watch some of it." And we watched a couple of them, and I just picked him apart the whole time. And he was like, "This isn't fun anymore." <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which one did you pick apart? Well, the one that he hadn't watched was the last one where you see everyone's stories kind of come together. And he was oh, like, yeah. and he was like, this one was not a good one. No, that's not a good representation. No, 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 no. And then um, we watched the one with Anne Hathaway. <clears throat> and I thought that she was, was pretty good. She was bipolar. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was bipolar. Uh-huh. Um, and it made me really sad, too. Because I liked mm. the guy that liked her. I know. I know. Yeah. And I was like, we, I kept looking at him and I was like, I cannot figure out who this dude is. And so I like picked up my phone <laughs> and I looked over and was like, it's the guy from the deuce. And I was like, thank uh... <laughs> He's like, I had to do that too. Um, and he plays one of the pimps in the deuce and he's awesome on the show. So oh, nice. I was, uh, and I was like, yes, he deserves to have a good career. So that was good. And then the other one we watched was the first date with the guy that, um, what does he do? Cuts himself. has an accident at home with this girl on their first date and they go back to his house and then he has an accident and then he goes to the hospital and she sits with oh. him. I skipped that one. Just the first couple of minutes of that one was irritating me. So I didn't even watch that one. Yeah, that one was kind of, I wasn't that into it. So I don't know if we'll watch the rest of them. Which one was your favorite? Uh, the the um, the Tina Fey one. Okay. That's what that I That one and the Dev, oh. the Dev Patel one. Okay. Um, they're not like amazing, but I just felt like, I like how they're just like different way like love story like love stories different types of love stories and yeah kind of real oh i like the doorman one that oh, that was the first man. one i watched okay. yeah you should that one's cute that okay. one's cute yeah i like that one so though that one the dev patel one the tina fey the tina fey one is awesome because like i was saying before it's it's a couple that's been together for a long time and seeing yeah. like the highs and the lows and how you just hate someone you know what I'm saying? And how you yeah. get like, you think it's over and it's like, oh, okay. Um, and how it affects every part of you. Like when you, any interaction you have with that person, like you hate them, you're, you know, whatever. You're, you can't play tennis well together. Like you just hate yeah. each other. So yeah. that was a good one. So yeah. That, yeah. Okay. So modern okay. love. Yeah. Okay. Next. Um, I have one half of an episode left to be done with the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Awesome. I wanted something to watch around Halloween. So I, and I couldn't figure out if I wanted something that was like, 
which is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, or Lay Awake at Night with Your Eyes Open, which is Mindhunter, <laughs> the other one that I've been watching. <laughs> so um, I've been I've been actually working so much that I haven't been able to watch a lot of TV, and um, Mindhunter is not one that Ranger Ted likes. Oh, somehow inexplicably. So um, I have to watch that on my own on my own time. <laughs> um, but I do enjoy the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, I watched it, finished it, devour it, love it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. So the Dark One is uh, the Dark Lord is now on Earth, and he wants Sabrina to marry him, and that's as far as I got. Oh yeah, it's great. I love I love the second season. The what is the second third season? Yeah, what? second season. I love it. I loved it. it. I love the turn it took, and it's great. And okay. yeah, I love it. Um, and then I am also really delighted, um, that I, and I wanted to wait until there was like a couple of seasons backed up after enjoying the first season of it so much, but I've been watching the good place. I want to watch that. I think I'll I watch it. Good place so much. Mm, nice. Good to hear. Cause I don't know anyone that watches it. Oh no. I watched, I watched the first season kind of right around when it came out. And then they took it, like, they moved the way that you could watch it. And, like, I couldn't watch it anywhere during the second season. And so I was, oh. and I was, like, so sad when I got to the end of the first season. I was like, wait, what? I have to wait for, like, a year? Uh-huh. And so I wanted to wait until there were a couple more seasons available so that I could, you know, really kind of properly binge them. And The Good Place is, like, like you know me, I don't love comedies, but this is, yeah. like, laugh out oh, loud yeah. funny. And you know why it is? Because it's my whole thing of I like to laugh at people. So you get to laugh mm. at people a lot. But it's also kind of like, I, I hesitate to use the word existential. But it is yeah. quite literally existential. And uh, it's kind of like deep and philosophical. It's really, but it doesn't, it's not like hoity-toity. It's just, it's really good. And everyone who's on it is awesome. I just read an article today, actually, uh, with Manny. Uh-huh. Uh, who plays the idiot guy? Uh-huh. Jason? Yes. Um, who I think he's fucking fine. So I was reading an article about him and there was I never really knew I kind of knew a little bit of the show and he kind of break they ask him a bunch of questions and breaks it down and stuff like that. And so I was like, Oh, I definitely want to watch this. And it's the last season, right? Uh yes. Uh-huh. So last yeah. Season. Watch it all together. I can binge it soon and that'll be great. Yeah, so I'm glad yeah. to hear that it's good. I'm glad oh, to hear that I, you know, someone that, that I that I trust vouches for it. Yeah, and his character is hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, um, and then the other thing that I'm really excited that just came out um, is The Crown. Oh, Olivia so you haven't Coleman. watched any of it? No, I haven't watched it either. And I think that this is going to be something that uh, that my dude joins in with. Even though he has zero interest in the previous two seasons, but he loves Olivia Coleman. Oh, and nice. And I figure you can step into this. It's history. Yeah, totally. You know yeah. the gist. You know you what happened. You know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I watched, I'm maybe four or five episodes in, and I don't, I can't put my finger on it. It's, yeah. it, I think it's because we're, I, I, Olivia is amazing, right? And, um, What's her name? Uh, I can't think of who plays her sister right now. Uh, Helena Bonham. Yeah, Carter. Yeah. Uh, she. Um, they're amazing. They're amazing. But I maybe it's just the the period in where they're at. There's really nothing too much happening. I don't know. I just felt like the other season. I just was like, yes. What? Let, what's what's going on? Like it was a lot more happening, and I don't know. It's kind of just slow and just kind of there. But it, mm-hmm. I've still watch. I'll still watch it. But it's. It, I'm not as into it as as um, the previous season. But Olivia Coleman. I mean, you know, she kills it with her uh, nonverbal acting skills always. And um, so yeah, I'm interested when you watch it to see what you think of that. Um, so Danny, one of the G's, uh-huh. Ola, he was listening to one of our last episodes and I mentioned how I wanted 
some more Spanish speaking shows because yeah, yeah. I like, you know, because I speak more Spanish and I end up yelling in Spanish and stuff like that. So he he heard it and he recommended this one show called Mexico de Seña, which is basically Project Runway, but in Mexico. <gasps> and it's by Elle magazine. And I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm totally down. Yeah. So then I watch it and it's not that great, but season like the first fucking episode this one so you it's like project when you know the what they have they have a thing that 24 hours to make it blah 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 and on yeah. this one they i haven't watched project when forever but on this one they midway through they have every each of them have an ipad they have to take pictures a progress report and they send it to one of the three judges so this is f- first day out and one of the guys which i think you know, it's safe to assume, I mean, we don't want to, but it's safe to assume he's probably like, you know, same sex oriented or something like that. And, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. It, this, the reason why I'm saying this is it doesn't fucking matter, but he decides he's like, so his explanation, his little talking vignette, he's like, you know, I had said it was going to go to one of three judges. So I, I, I just assumed it was going to go to one of the two guy judges He's like, so he writes and he shows him as he's typing on the iPad, um, I love your pussy. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know if he thought it was a joke. Like, I don't know what. And, he, and he, it's a Spanish show. Like, they're speaking in Spanish. So he says it with the accent. He goes, I don't know. He goes, I just, you know, I put, I put, send this and I put, I love your, I love your pussy. And he sends it. He's like, and then it turns out it went to, uh, I forget her name. So it went to the female one. And she's like the editor of Elle magazine, da, 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 right? And I was like, first of all, what the fuck? Who cares if it, if, if it, <laughs> if it just went to the other two judges? Why would you do that? First yeah, of all, right? What the fuck are you doing, first of all? So spoiler alert, uh, you know, at the end, they call in people. And you don't know. It's the first one. So you don't know if you're at the bottom or you're maybe one of the winners. So he gets called in and they talk about it in the session when they're going over people's stuff. They're like, wow, his work is really awesome. And then they're like, but let's talk about that super inappropriate email. Uh So I was like, cool. They're addressing it. Of course. So then they go and they're like, oh, you were the worst design. And then for him, they start talking about the email and she's like, you know, in a professional setting, like it doesn't matter how good your designs are. You're going to be dealing with people. You have to be professional. Da, da, da. And he's just like, oh yeah, like I messed up. Like he's thinking like he's out of there. The motherfucker wins. <laughs> Dude. And I was like, what? What is happening? Yeah. I love your pussy. So Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess if you're um, if you're into that sort of thing, then Project Runway, uh, Mexican Project Runway, is right up your alley. It was crazy, and like no big uproar about it. I I looked on YouTube to try to find the scene so I could put you know where it uh-huh. shows where he's like and he says it. I love your pussy, and I was like I couldn't find it because it's not a big deal. And I was like, why is this not a big deal? So, anyways, that that's happening on that um and uh also so you didn't watch the king yeah i haven't watched it i will but i haven't yet yeah man timothy chalamet he's so good i mean the 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 movie is whatever and i and you know i then i did a deep dive to see if it was accurate historically accurate and some things they totally changed or whatever but um he's great he's always great I think he's such a great actor. He's so young still. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be amazing. He's like all the different areas he had to go to um, for this role. Like, you know, he had to be um, uh, sensitive and vulnerable, but then like hard and like you could have to believe that he could be in battle. And, and, and he's this little skinny dude. And I believed it all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I believed it all. And I was like, yes. And then it's hilarious with um, Robert... Pattison as he's yeah, playing he? with the French. He's just, it's to me, it's just funny. And when you see his last part in the movie, it's comic relief. Um, so yeah, on I purpose? I write uh I think kind of on purpose. Okay. Yeah, kind of on purpose or not, just because, you know. But yeah, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Also, you guys know that I just love 
period pieces. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, he's he's amazing. And I think the rumor is that uh Timothy Timothy and um Rose, Johnny Depp's uh uh-huh. daughter who plays um his wife in it, um, uh-huh. that they're dating. And I think that's the cutest thing ever. That's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then did you watch Atypical, the other seasons? Uh, no. Uh-uh. I recommend that show. The third, Laura, I think. Laura Dern? No, this is the one with Homegirl. Uh, what was she in? With Homegirl who does the snowflakes in Breakfast Club. Oh, um... Why am I blinking? Starts with an M. Uh, and what did she play? Re- refresh my memory. It's it's not uh, the oh, mom. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Yep. And then um, Michael Rappaport's in it, and he's actually really amazing in it. Huh. He's he's really great in it, and it's about um, their son. He it's about the family because their son has uh, is on the spectrum, has autism, uh. and so it's going through how it affects everyone's life and da 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 da. And it's it's just a, such a great show, and it's funny because something like that, I wouldn't think that I'd see a lot of my friends like they watch it and they post about it and we talk about it, and like it's surprising. I'm like, oh, I go, isn't that a great show? They're like, yeah, it's such a great show. Like you would never yeah. think. So I I recommend it. Um, super great, uh, quick. You know, I think if this is a third season. I don't know if it's renewed for another one. It could end here and I'll be fine. But it's it's great. It's great characters yeah. in it, and uh, I think it'll be a, a good time for all. Okay, I'll check that yeah. out. Yeah, atypical. It's on net. It's on Netflix. Atypical. Okay. He's busy. Yeah. So what um, about the movies? Well, I really want to go see Ford versus Ferrari this weekend. Yeah, I want to see that too, but I'll probably have to wait. Totes want to see it. It gets very good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the tomato meter puts it at like 93%. And, and people are saying that it's going to be best picture. I'm sure. And then, um, gosh, there is some, there's something else that's out. Anyhow, if I had my way, like over the next week's, next week's Thanksgiving – if I have my way, um, I will just watch binge watch movies that I need to catch up on. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why. But anyway, uh, one movie that I finally saw because, um, hello, I'm late to the party, is Her, H-E-R, Her, Spike Jones. Com- oh, the computer with uh, Joaquin? Uh-huh, Joaquin. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who I know as Leaf when oh, I was yeah. in school <laughs> with him. Leaf. Um, so yes, Joaquin and Scarlett Johansson, and I kind of avoided it because I was very sure of what it was going to be in my mind and I just didn't have time for that, but I finally gave it a shot and I have to say it was smarter and more interesting than I had given it credit for. And I should have known better because Spike Jones always. (laughs) Spike Jones. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I, have you seen that? Yeah, I saw it. I think. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I saw it immediately when it was available online. Yeah. So, good. Better than I thought. Um, yeah. And then what was really not better than I thought, but for some reason has been on, a, on my movie list kicking around forever, is Traitor, which is from, I mean, it's probably 10 years old, at least, 15 maybe, with um, Don Cheadle and Guy Pierce. Yeah, it's I don't like, remember that. It's an espionage movie, and mm. I love a good espionage international thriller kind of deal. Um, but I really had the realization when I was watching it. What happened to Guy Pierce? Yeah. Where did he go? Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. So, Guy Pierce, Guy if you're Pierce. listening, shoot us, <laughs> a, shoot us a slide into our DMs. Let us know, like, what the fuck is going on with you. He's, he's in stuff. He has he's to be in stuff. stuff. He's in stuff. And I looked it up, but he like does a voice for somebody in something like a cartoon series. Yeah. An series. And then he was like on an episode of a TV show. And yeah, like little. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. That's weird. That guy was on top of the world when, when Memento came out. Yeah. And he's great. Um, yeah. yeah just, I feel like actor. I just saw him on something. Um, 
But yeah, it looks like he has things coming out, but Good. and he's okay. filming something right now for for um 2020. Um yeah, yeah, but he's he's a he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Um what would, what would Guy Pierce do? Guy, we haven't forgotten you. Come back. <laughs> um I finally saw Booksmart. Did you see that? Yes. <laughs> what is it? cute. It's it was cute. cute. I just I needed something that was easy breezy. I had I had like you. I just haven't had time to really watch too many things. Anything that I watch has really been while I'm doing other things, like to the to the point where um, the only person that has utilized the Disney Plus is the Supernatural Bear. I haven't watched shit on there. I oh, haven't had time. Okay, I was going to ask you what's up with Disney Plus. I got the Disney Plus. I got. I was like, I'm gonna wait. To get it when it when it uh, when it's available because that's when they're going to offer the Hulu and ESPN, which I don't care about, but the Hulu, right? Because I don't have Hulu now. I'm uh-huh. like using someone else's account, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, um, and I was like, oh, you know, uh, I'll just get my account now. Yeah, it's twelve ninety nine, but I haven't used it because uh, they failed to tell you that it's the with the commercials. I don't want that shit. Oh, oh yeah, uh huh. I know. Yeah, so um, so I'm going to have to, like, but yeah, I haven't watched anything. I got super excited when that Thursday or whatever, the day before, like right when it was available and they had the glitches or whatever. But I was excited just because of all the icons I could pick for my for my account. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you get to be like, like a character from Disney yeah, or something? you could do Marvel, Dis- like, eh. so right now I'm a Jack Skeleton. But like for Miosito, the OG Supernatural Bear, I made him an account and made him Black Panther. Like I was like, what? <laughs> we, what were you gonna do? Um, and then the Supernatural Bear and I were like, what? What? He was like, I don't know. Like it was like exciting just to have the access to. I yeah. don't know. You know. And then and I've heard good things about the Mandalorian. Um, I yeah. like that they're doing it week by week because. You know, we're we're circling back to be, you know, I'm down for that now because when I binge it, I get, I do it in such a short amount of time and then I'm done and I hate it. So, and I kind of like be like, okay, this week's coming out. And then you could talk to yeah. about with people. Like, I kind of like going back to that. So I like that they're doing that. So I'm excited to do, I'm sure this holiday, you know, this week coming up, uh, Turkey Day, I'm going to be all about it when I finally get some time. But Booksmart, I just needed something. I think I was sick. I got sick in between since the last time we talked. So I needed something that I could just. And I was like, I haven't watched Booksmart. So I watched that and it was super cute. And there was, I had to text our good friend Karen because that one part where they go, they think they're getting that ride from their friend to go to the actual party, but they just go to his party, but it's on the ship and no one's on there. And then they meet her, that friend and it's weird. And then they escape and there's like fireworks and all this stuff. And they're just laughing and they're like, you know, whatever. And so when they running out and they're just like laughing, it reminded me of this one time Karen and I went to some festival downtown. I don't know if they still do it. And we were faded and I don't know, so many different things were happening. And we were in, there was a club inside the church and I don't know what happened, but we were laughing and we had to get rid of our drinks. So she pointed at this guy who was sitting on the curb with his legs open and I just poured the drink on his, on his crotch. And then we started laughing. We ran away. We were just like them. I don't know. It was funny. So I, just, I was like, remember that? <laughs> You know, that this awesome fun, like you don't know what's going to happen, but it ends up being an amazing night. And it's like adventure after adventure and you're just laughing and laughing. I, I, those are the best nights. So yeah, I, um, I liked it. It was better than I thought it it was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but one movie I do kind of want to see in the theater, um, is Honey Boy. The Shia Uh, oh, the Shia book. Right, right, right. I read something about that, but I haven't really heard all that much about it. When is it out? It's out now. Um, I don't know if it's nationwide out now, but I've heard so many uh, people, a lot of people that I, um, that I um, have seen it love it. And I've done, I've done the deep dive all the all kinds of interviews and about it and you know because it's his story and he plays his dad in the story um and it's harsh they're, um they're just saying like it's really harsh like it's and I think maybe K, I think it might have been K-Pep who we rarely talk but she was like 
Yeah, she's like, especially since you have a, a little boy, she's like, you might want to just go in, you know, to see how Shia LaBeouf was raised and seeing how fucked up situation it was and how like his dad really a big narcissist and um, stuff like that. And it happened because remember when he got in trouble with the cop? Yes. And so he had to go forced to go to rehab. So he wrote this when he was in rehab. And then before he went to rehab, he met the director for something. And then she was like, you should write it. And he wrote it. And he was like, I don't want anyone else to direct it but her. Um, and then uh, so they, they did it. And he said that they're like asking him, did you, <clears throat> did you, um, did, has your dad seen it? And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, he saw it. He's like, he's like, were you with him? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, he's like um, we did like a webcam. So I only saw, I watched my dad watch it but only from like the top lip up. <laughs> and he's okay. like, and he's like, the, he's like, what did he think? And he was like, he felt seen. And he's like, and then Jimmy Kimmel was like, you know, I wouldn't be that proud if I, <laughs> he's like, oh no. He's like, he's like, my dad's all about it. Like he's excited. He feels like this is it. His time to shine. <laughs> like, Cause he's such a narcissist. He's like, yes, it's all about me. Yeah. Here's uh -huh. my story. You uh -huh. know, because I didn't know that his dad was, um, like a clown and he um, had to act that he was really, really good friends and had to act with the chicken. Just crazy story. So yeah, I'm excited. I just hear really, really good things about it. So I want to see that in the theater. And I also want to see Parasite. I want to see Parasite too, but I don't know. I don't know <laughs> where on earth I'm going to be able to see it. And I want to see Queen, Queen and Slim. The soundtrack is a, fucking amazing so far. You yeah. can listen to that on Spotify. I mean, but I don't know. Like, what, what do I want to really watch in the theater? Because, you know, in less than a month, it's Star Wars time, baby. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I mean, this is a good time of year for people who like to watch good shit. Because it's like the perfect storm of uh, you might be able to find some time or some days off from work. And um, there's lots of good stuff coming out. Yeah. Watch it along. Watch it with the loved one. Watch mm -hmm. with friends. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, so when are we thinking we can record, do another one? Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm easy breezy. Okay. Let's make it happen. We, you might get two in a row, folks. You might get yeah. two in a row. How about that? Yeah, yeah. And we, ha we have a lot of more things to talk about that we're not going to get to today. So that'll be perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll kick off with it maybe, maybe next time. Yeah, for sure. All right, okay, anything cool. else there, guy? Gosh, Getting back to your crabbing and your kombucha? <laughs> yeah, I, I, need to go, uh, I need to go curl up with my kombucha and sing it lullabies. So <laughs> I got a busy day. <sighs> All right, then. All right, then. Peace out, nerds.